welcome to the Fiber Coven podcast. Your uh, humble hosts, Lauren and Emily, here to chat at you about some yarny stuff and some witchy stuff. Yeah. We are still together here in uh, not-so-sunny California right now. It's it's partly cloudy. It's partly sunny. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable. But to start off with news like we usually do, we just wanted to remind you that we have a mystery shawl knit-along that will be starting on June 1st. We will do all sorts of kickoff stuff when it happens. But tell us a little more about your MCAL, Emily. Um, so it starts June 1st, and it is called the Stripes in Space MCAL. So it is loosely Star Wars themed. Yay! Yes, it is a chevron-shaped shawl that is modularly knit and uh, has kind of a modern style. Uh, it uses one skein of self-striping or a high variegate or a micro stripe, some like super busy skein. Uh, my sample uses self-striping and a, another skein of either a solid, a tonal, or a speckle. So one with like a little bit less going on. Good opportunity to dive into your stash and find one of those really busy skeins that you don't know what to do with. And we will have a clue coming out uh, weekly throughout the month of June. I think it's going to be really fun. The pattern is $10, uh, but if you are a member of the Fiber Coven, the pattern is only $5. So now would be a great time to join up with the Fiber Coven. Yeah, and all that is available on a public Patreon Fiber Coven post. So go check that out if you are so inclined. Great. And now we can talk about our finished objects. Yeah, We can't show them to you if you're watching this, but we can talk about them. Mm -hmm. We both finished the MCAL last night. They're blocked. They're all done. After we record this, we're going to do the photo shoot. Lauren's going to be my model, and it's going to be very lovely. I'm really happy with how it turned out. I think you guys are really going to like it. As far as just shenanigans go, we were blocking Emily's. And it dried before we even got the blocking wires in out on my deck. We were out there misting it down so that it would lay nice and be the way that we wanted it. It was pretty funny. Yeah, the California sun was overpowered uh, Mm -hmm. for how slow we were inserting blocking wires. Uh, But yeah, I think it looks really great. Uh, Lauren's uses the special contrast option if you have a skein for color one that is a little bit less than 460 yards which i think looks really cool um i we both had about 30 ish yards of the self-striping color left over grams 30 ish grams thank you that's an important distinction (laughs) 30 ish grams yes Mm -hmm. yeah so you should be good on the mcal with 400 plus yarns of self-striping and or your wild variegated skein but Mm -hmm. you're definitely going to want closer to 460 for, for the, color one, mm-hmm. but we do have a little, there is an option you could pop a mini skein in to kind of stretch things out if you're close. We have all sorts of good good variables, and we'll get into those as the, you know, when the appropriate clue comes up in June. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing I finished is, and if you're in the video, look away if you don't want to see what the Flower Moon spell pouch looks like. Um, but I finished the Flower Moon Spell Pouch. Yay! Yay! There it's, it is. It's in the Flower Moon colorway, which I guess I won't describe in case anybody's waiting to open it. This is not the Flower Moon colorway. Oh, this yeah. is Artemis. That is Artemis. Mm-hmm. You're right. But uh, she did some cute little embroidery on it, some lazy daisies, and it's the perfect shape for holding your pens. Yeah, I just stuck my little fountain pens in here, and it's 
they fit great. I made it specifically for that size. This is my Lamy Safari and my Pilot Metropolitan. And the two of them are a little snug as a bug in there. I think they'd be really good for anything roughly pen shaped. Like if you have those skinny readers. Oh, for it glasses. would be good for skinny readers. Or if... I thought it could be a nice wand cozy, too, if you're into witchy stuff and you want somewhere to put your wand. Yeah, and also, too, if you're, like, trying to quit cigarettes and you're doing, like, the, you know, a, a vaporized nicotine thing or mm-hmm. vaporized non-nicotine thing, that would fit in there. Yeah, yeah. I like it for my little pens. And it does mm-hmm. have a vi- two video tutorials included in the pattern. One is for picking up this little I-cord loop to tuck your top flap into, and one shows how to do the Lazy Daisy stitch. Nice. Yeah, it'll be really utilitarian. Mm-hmm. Great. And then I finished one little thing, too, is I just put a square in my sock yarn cozy memories blanket. Uh, since I got done with the MCAL, I put my Mando colorway. This is the way. Just a little square in last night while we were watching Moana, and I was crying a little bit. It's so good. But yeah, it makes me happy. It's just a little grungy, self-striping Mando-colored skein. Kind of inspired by his original armor. Mm-hmm. A little more color going on there, as mm-hmm. much as we love everything about Mando. Yes. He's not a colorful fellow. No, he likes gray. Yeah. <sighs> well, I wouldn't turn him down for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's our finished objects. What have you been working on, Emily? Um, I have been working very minimally (laughs) on my socks that I started in our fiber coven yarns. Um, So I'm going to be doing this in the Witch's Brew self-striping that you dyed up for fiber coven. Uh, But I'm currently just using the spearmint tea uh, for my toe. There it is. Now, I did make progress on this because the last time I showed this to you, it was literally just the cast on. So... um, yeah, oh it is. Uh, it's very pitiful. It basically exists because I needed to take pictures of us out and about knitting, but I can't show you what the MCAL looks like. So that is why we, this sock is so sad. We definitely spent our last week crushing the MCAL. I promise from here on out, more exciting content. Yes. Um, but we're going to drive to San Francisco tomorrow, and so I think the sock is going to get a whole lot bigger suddenly. But yeah, I'm doing my wedge toe on it. Um, this is going to be a pattern of some form. I haven't fully decided if I'm going to do it just vanilla or if I'm going to throw a little cable up the side. I don't know. You'll have to decide tomorrow in the car. I know. I'm not very good at doing stitch manipulations in the car. It makes me car sick. So it's likely going to be vanilla. Not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah, you need vanilla. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's where that is. It's, it's the world's tiniest little sock toe. And I did have to restart it once because we, um... You know, we've been partaking in some things. We haven't always been sober. Yeah. And I made Emily watch Legend. Yeah, I got and I, real distracted by Legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not appropriate to watch that movie sober. No, it, there's a lot happening. There's a lot going on in that mm-hmm. 80s fantasy disaster. But how's your sock that's way bigger than my sock? I have a sock. I think it was only a toe last time I showed it to you, but now I made it in my gradient up to the green. Mm. I think this might come on our trip with us, but I'm going to have to start doing calf increases at some point, so I'd have to put it down. But yeah, I did a little flegal heel in my hand knit or hand spun yarn. It's just the tiniest bit thicker than my normal fingering weight. So uh, I did 60 stitches instead of 64. 
So I might I might need a little bit more on this, and I might bring something else. Um, I'm contemplating casting on a sock head hat for busy work knitting while mm-hmm. we're away. Um, and I brought out potential yarns if you wanted to help I'd me decide. Love to decide. Yeah. So I have just. Like so many of us, I have an addiction to single skeins of sock yarn, and the sock head hat is a good good way to do that. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. realized I could also cast on a ripple bralette, because that's a million miles of ribbing, and I won't finish that. It is a billion miles of ribbing. Not a bralette, a ripple crop top. That's what I meant. Mm. I've already knit one of those. Thoughts? Ugh. Anyway. Do you want a sock head hat? I have too many. I would be to give like away for a gift. Okay. I have lots of potential gifty ones. I have this gorgeous, this is for a potential sock head hat of things I have a single skein in. Mm. This gorgeous serendipitous wool mm. with blues and pinks, really soft and delicate. Shova is a wonderful human and a fantastic dyer. Then I also have this electric love in the cesium colorway. It's nice and squishy, plump fingering. It is a vibrant lavender with lots of fun speckles. This would be nice. This might be a good present hat. Mm-hmm. I also have this wild skein of Storyteller. The colorway is Mood Swing. It has some oranges and some purples and pinks, some grungy colors because mm. Aubrey is really good. Mm-hmm. I have that. Then I guess I wouldn't do this for a sock head hat because I kind of want to keep it, but I have the latest uh, or one of uh, Haverland's more recent uh, Bad Movie Club things, and it's the Starship Troopers set how much yarn do you need for a ripple crop top two skeins mm. i have some hands options no none of these options these would all be sock head hat options i do have that big that big dark nugget of um uh hand spun that you can see on the wall that would mm-hmm. be good for uh, a ripple crop top it would i spun it for that um what do you think i should cast on emily well both of them are miles of ribbing at mm-hmm. the beginning have you been like really wanting a ripple crop top? Because now might be a good time to start one. I have a ripple crop top and I love wearing it. And every time I wear it, I want more. Maybe do that then because you don't really want the hat. But I like giving gifts to people. Okay. Do you have anyone in particular that needs a hat right now? I might make more friends between now and Yule. Okay. Fair or enough. their birthdays. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so my vote, if you're gonna do a hat, I, th- I think my Haverland is too special. I think I need to find something more you have exciting a little cute for mini it. skein for that too. Yeah, seriously, if you like bad movies, you should check out Haverland's. Like her, she has excellent taste in bad movies. Carol's the tits. I think for a hat, I am between these two. I'm between the storyteller and the electric love. Um, Maybe I'll throw up an Instagram poll. Yeah. But I mean, I like this one too. I just was thinking it's so pretty. It might be fun to do like a, a ripple bubble bralette. or some other sort of like a lace or a, yeah, a ripple bralette would be really cute in this. But yeah. We'll let the internet decide. Mm-hmm. This one might pull, which you might not like. Yeah, I might not like that. We shall see. We shall see. I guess, is that all of our Yarny content? I think so, aside from, you know, purchases. We've purchased a lot of stuff in the last two weeks. <laughs> oh, man. Where should we even begin? I guess plants? Yeah. So we popped into Botanical Arts. I think that's the name of the shop here in South Lake Tahoe. It's in the Swiss Chalet Center, if you're looking for it. And Emily convinced me that I could keep plants alive. Mm-hmm. 
I have, I got this cute little pot. It's a little gray pot with a nice little drainage hole. And it was actually very sweet. We picked out a couple little things and the um, person working there was able to pot it for me and sent me home all ready to go. So that was lovely. I got a little Haworthia, which is the little spark, spark bikey guy mm -hmm. a little string of hearts with some nice like coloration mm -hmm. and a wandering jewel that existed in my house for less than 24 hours before my cat munched on it's it real hard marks. yeah he got the top two leaves and one of the bottom ones he only left one leaf intact but i have hope that it will live i think it will be okay mm -hmm. um, it has been moved away from cat munch zone Yes. And you're thinking of making a little macrame thing for yeah, it, right? Yeah, I'm contemplating making a little macrame hanger so that it can hang in a more sunny window away from curious felines. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. got a little plant too. I did. I am going to be that person who brings a succulent with me on the airplane going home because I am nuts. You brought eggs on the way here. I did. It's smaller than the eggs. So. It's smaller than the eggs. Uh, but I got a little string of hearts uh, because I don't have a string of hearts plant and I really like them. And I haven't seen one with this like really pinky coloration that these have before. Um, so I think that'll be nice and hopefully it uh, will be super healthy and I can propagate it for my sister and some other plant people. Yay. Mm -hmm. I guess also in that. Oh, also oh. from that shop. Mm -hmm. I got this citrine tower. I, it was a cute little, like, fat natural citrine tower, and finding natural citrine can be kind of hard because a lot of citrine stuff marked as citrine is actually amethyst that's been, like, superheated to turn it orange. This is a nice little natural citrine, and it's just, like, happy and pretty, and I like it. Mm-hmm. And right in that same shopping center, we popped into Butter Muffin, which is a nice little local South Lake Tahoe shop, and I got an herb grinder mm, for grinding culinary herbs big fake wink and it's really cool oh, yeah. it's from a local company which is nice and it's got a little etching it's orange with a little etching of an owl on it and I like owls because my favorite Greek goddess is Athena and she likes owls and it is from Tahoe Grinder Company mm -hmm. Tahoe Grinder Company Yay. yeah I'm excited to uh, test this out when I'm cooking <laughs> baking uh-huh well something will be getting baked Indeed. And then you picked up some stuff at my local yarn shop. I did. I I mean, going to a local yarn shop when you're on a trip and not buying yarn, that's not who I am. So I acquired some yarn. Not um, too much, though. No, I was good. This is the yarn I acquired. I got this skein from Northern California Foothill Mule Wool, which is a crossbred sheep that they have. And they spin it with little scrap recycled yarn bits so it has like fun purple and blue tweedy bits which really it's appeals really to pretty me. it's kind of sport D dk it says it's sport um but yeah it's definitely i think it's a hand spun mm -hmm. and it's sport to dk um and it's bits. real lofty and woolen it is real lofty and woolen i'm not 100 percent sure i'm gonna do with it yet i was thinking maybe a hat but i don't know if it's gonna be itchy mm -hmm. with the tweedy bits Mm -hmm. um, you could always cast on in like a traditional, D like a regular DK and then fold a brim under. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. I thought I could also make like a hand, such some sort of a hand covering mm -hmm. um, where softness is less of an issue. Mm -hmm. 
I'm excited for that. And then I got a bunch of stuff from Aubrey, who owns the shop and also dyes yarn. Um, I got these two little mini skeins just because they're fun little one-of-a-kind mini skeins. And um, one of them I'm going to keep and one of them is going to be like an MCAL prize or something. Mm -hmm. I haven't decided which yet. I'll probably decide whimsically. Yay. Um, but there's kind of like a pastel one and a more bright one. And then I also picked up this sock blank from Storyteller, which her sock blanks were just really pretty. And I also particularly appreciated sock blanks because we just dyed a bunch of sock blanks. Mm -hmm. um, so I was feeling the sock blanks. And the name of this colorway is Jazz. Uh, which is fun because my husband is a jazz musician. So yeah, it's like purple and green and yellows. It's kind of like grungy Mardi Gras. It is like grungy Mardi Gras. I think that's probably why she called it jazz. Yeah. Uh, and this is going to be some sort of like a sock head hat situation. Uh, I think I'll be casting this on for our trip. Um, you don't even have to wind it. That's perfect. I know. I thought that would be great. And uh, I I might make it more of a pattern with like, some interests so that I can either do it as a coven pattern or something instead of just a plain sock head hat, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. And then I got a couple other... Some little trinkets from the shop. There's lots of good trinkets and knits and knots. There's, because it's kind of a two-part shop, they're owned by separate people. The front of the shop's got all sorts of good little knickknacks and local art. Yeah. So I got the um, Knitting the Card Game booster pack. I'm um, in that. Which you're in, and I own the game already, so I wanted to get the booster pack, and I thought it was fun to buy it from a local shop. And then I also got a couple stickers that are really cute. And they're from the Turtle Soup Company, which Thank I believe you. is a bigger brand. Mm -hmm. They're but really cute, though. They're very cute. Yeah, and one of these is going to be a giveaway, and one's for me. I think I'm going to keep the little lizard and give away the little terrarium terrarium with mushrooms and crystals and fireflies they're just really cheerful cartoon art yeah and then i also got chad some beard oil there because i've been buying him little presents as well because mm -hmm. i abandoned him for multiple weeks <laughs> we also made our way up to trekkie and donner lake and picked up a couple things there we had to go into my favorite sweet shop which is just called i think it's just called sweets mm-hmm and they make sweets. And it's nice because they have like an open workshop area where you can watch through the windows them making all sorts of fudge and caramel apples. And that's really nice. Yeah. And so we got some Sierra sea salt and various other types of fudge that we have been enjoying. We, we had, already consumed one brick of It was fudge. called something caramello. And it was just dark chocolate. And it was and just trucky caramel. Trucky caramello. And it was caramel and marshmallows and dark fudge. And we were all about that. It, it went good. It went fast. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's been my favorite sweet shop since I can remember when I was a very small child. And every time I go, I get a bunch of fudge. And also, we popped into a bookshop. I was It used to be right next to the sweet shop. And then I saw they weren't there. And I was, like, distraught. But the more we walked down, we saw they had expanded into a bigger space. So I was really excited because there's not a ton of local bookshops. It is called Word After Word Bookshop. And they have their little business cardy flyer things. They're all bookmarks and they have quotes on them, which is nice. But they had a truly wonderful selection of both fiction and nonfiction from a really diverse set of authors. 
which I was really pleased with. Mm-hmm. I got for I got one fiction and one nonfiction, both things that were on my to read list. I got Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler for some uh, speculative fiction, which I like. It's great. I'm very excited. I've had many people recommend this to me. I haven't read any Octavia Butler yet, and I'm very excited to do this one. Yeah, we were in the bookstore, and Lauren was like, I can't remember which book people told me to start with for Octavia Butler, and you were holding that, and some people were like, that's my favorite book of all time. You should read that one. A couple other customers (laughs) and a staff member were all like, that one, that one, that one. Mm -hmm. But I know Cynthia of High Contrast Knits recommended to me this one and Kindred, so... I'm excited. And like everything that's mentioned on the front and like the why you should read this book is all people I like. They're like things I've liked. 1984, Handmaid's Tale, like, and it's got a forward from N.K. Jemison, whose works whose work I very much love. So I'm like, this is right up my alley. And then I got a nonfiction book that was on my list. Ijoma Aluo's most recent book, Mediocre. I do enjoy me some nonfiction. So I'm excited to read this, and then I might sneakily leave this at my husband's work, Uh just in case anybody else wants to read it. I'm a guerrilla book leaver. I like to buy physical books and then sneak them into places where people who might need to read them can read them. I like this tactic. (laughs) Exactly. Are you sick of hearing the things we bought yet? I think that's it, though. Yeah, for now. We are going to San Francisco tomorrow, so next week's, you know. We'll buy more things. There'll be some things. We're going to J-Town, so, like, I'm not going to leave J-Town without any items. We're hitting that stationary store up real hard. Stickers. Trinkets. Mm Mm-hmm. Pens. Yes. All of the above. Maybe ink. They might have ink. They Mm -hmm. might. Mm -hmm. We're going to go hard in the paint. Yes. That's what we're saying. Mm Mm-hmm. But for our occult corner... Uh, we thought we'd talk about full moon stuff because when we are recording this, it is the full moon tonight. It is the flower moon. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to talk about our full moon practices as uh, burgeoning pagans here. Yes. So I don't do a lot for the full moon. I do like to take note of it just as like a good like intention setting and passage of time. It does feel like – it does definitely does feel like a magical time to me. It feels – full of I'm just, I was just gonna say magic again but like I don't know full moon nights just feel different mm-hmm. I usually just do a little tarot reading at night I go out on my deck and I shuffle my cards out in the moonlight and I bring them in and do a little reading mm-hmm. yeah I like to note the full moon I have been doing the power of the full moon club rituals along with everyone else which is really mm-hmm. fun and that they all involve like lighting a candle and just like doing a little intention setting thing so that's nice I charge all my crystals in the window um, and I put all my crystals on the plant shelf I have in the window and part that's a nice practice because it's just kind of like a task that I have to do that's related to the full moon so you can like I don't know. I just like think about things that I want to do for the month while I like gather all of my tiny rocks and put them out. Uh, And it's also a good time for me to remember what tiny rocks I have because I have so many tiny rocks that sometimes I forget about certain ones. And so it refreshes my memory of the tiny rocks I own. Nice. I like to take a bath sometimes on the full moon. Do a nice little soak, like cleansing bath situation. Mm -hmm. That can be nice. Sometimes I do that before I do the full moon club ritual for the month. And the other thing that I will occasionally do is make some, like, 
full moon water, which is basically just like leaving a pitcher of water out in the full moon. Maybe put a quartz in it, maybe put a quartz near it. Uh, and that works out nicely for me because I have some plants that um, their leaves will get little like brown spots if they get water directly from my faucet because there's fluoride in it and the fluoride browns their leaves. But fluoride evaporates out overnight. So if I make that moon water, that is perfect for watering my picky plants. Combining science and the occult. I love that. It's my Science's favorite great. thing. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good because like the full moon is like the fullness of the lunar cycle and like to kind of implant those implant those ah. vibes into your, your house plants seems seems nice. Couldn't hurt, might help. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um I also I might do a tarot reading sometimes. Um when I've tried to do tarot weed reading with Chad, it has been on the full moon. Yeah. It's nice. Yay. Moon. Moons. Sweet. I think that's about it for us then. Mm-hmm. So to close things out, we do have a teeny bit of self-promo. We would love to remind you again that we are doing a mystery knit along for a modularly knit shawl that starts on June 1st. See any of our social media to learn more about how you can join in on that. Oh, and at noon on June 1st, uh, noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, we will be doing a little YouTube live um, where we will be chatting with you while you cast on your MCAL if that interests you. We'll probably come up with some like fun dorky Star Wars questions to talk about during oh, that because yeah. it's Star we Wars. We could do themed. Star Wars, would you rather? Mm-hmm. Or fuck Mary Kill. Yeah, yeah. That sounds fun. We have opinions. So many opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is happening uh you can find the link to the info page for that in our show notes uh you can find the pattern for that on ravelry or you can email fibercoven at gmail.com if you want to purchase it not through ravelry um and that's how all of that is working Mm -hmm. we also have the power of the full moon club uh q3 pre-order up right now and that is going to close uh after june 4th which is a friday yeah. Um, and that's because we we need to get the rituals ready and Lauren needs to dye up all the mini skeins. Uh, so it will be closing after June 4th. Uh, so get on it now if you've been joining in the previous quarters and you want to stick with it. Um, mm-hmm. And that will be for the months of July, August, and September, which is Buck Moon, Sturgeon Moon, and Harvest Moon. Uh, I have gotten the rituals planned out, and I'm really excited about them. Lauren's been talking to me about what yarn she's going to dye. I think it's going to be really, really fun. I have been enjoying this club, uh, and I hope you will join us. And that you can purchase the pre-order for that in my Etsy shop, uh, which is Kitty with a Cupcake. Yeah, so you can find Emily's stuff as Kitty with a Cupcake around the internet. You can find us together as Fiber Coven on Patreon, on Instagram, and FiberCoven.com for our show notes. And I said Patreon, right? Yeah. Patreon! (laughs) And we've been doing lots of videos while we've been here together, so the Patreon's going to be popping for a little bit. Yeah, expect more bonus content because we've recorded what sort of stuff? We've recorded my partner dyeing a sock blank. We've recorded me making homemade pasta. We recorded you dyeing a sock blank first. Yes. And I did a little vlog of what we did over the weekend. So we've got lots, and we're going to be doing vlogs while we're in San Francisco, too. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then if you're interested in buying any of my hand-dyed yarn, I am Valkyrie Fibers Tahoe on Etsy. Sweet. 
Yeah. That's us. We hope that you enjoyed your time with us and that you come hang out with us in our various other places around the internet. And until next week, Kevin, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.